0: hey hello how you doing uh, i'm
1: good how are you
0: uh I, i'm sleepy and these two uh whole dog whole hog pumpkin ales are fucking delicious you got Am two I, like, glizzy,
1: you got glizzy ales
0: nope nope whole hog not dog hog. whole hog so, <clears throat> anyway welcome to snack time uh the nice short form versions of the podcast that we put out every week for short form listeners, I ironically, I spoke to a co worker at work today and she was like, Hey, I listened to your podcast the other night. I was up at like four and I just couldn't sleep. I was like, Awesome. And what's the one thing she said? She said, I really like snack time because snack time is nice and short and I can get through the whole thing. So, shout out to you,
1: shout out to you, random individual.
0: Thank you for listening to the snack time specifically. After that, I was like, Hey, so I mean, you could definitely give the backlog a listen, you know, like.
1: There's a bunch There's of like them.
0: three years worth of stuff there. She's like, yeah, I did that. I wanted to see the difference. Like, nice. <laughs> nice. Okay, so anyway.
1: Yeah.
0: Welcome to Snack Time. Uh, today, it's it's kind of a take two. We tried to do a gym podcast the other day, and then Matt's Wi-Fi decided to hate him and throw Thank a brick you, in his forehead.
1: Thank you, Ian.
0: Thank you, Ian. Uh, we were going to talk the gym, and I'm sure we'll talk the gym at some point, but today instead, now we're going to talk...
1: Jobs 4. talking about. <laughs> jobs 4.
0: So for those who don't know, uh, a couple years ago... We did a uh, like a snack time series called jobs where we just kind of went through each one of our individual jobs. I think there were three parts. It was one p- per person. But today we're doing part four, just kind of like a a check in, I guess. See what jobs are like now and see, I guess, what's changed, what we've done in the last couple of years.
1: I uh, make more money now.
0: I also make more money now.
1: <laughs> that was good. So well. I
0: think to, to keep it nice and simple, Matt, I'm gonna let you go first. Mm. Uh, this is snack time so this is going to be a shorter shorter whatever. Mm. Uh, Matt, just walk me through your history with jobs from like I think like beginning of 2020 to now the tail end of 2022.
1: Well, there's a lot. Uh, um <laughs> let me see. I think the last thing I left on with the podcast like talking job wise, I think it was a uh, I think it was 711. Pretty sure it was is the worst fucking worst fucking job i ever had i love hilarious and i'll do anything for her but i even we all fucking hate that place because uh well the clientele are not the nicest um and uh, i mean i i could literally dedicate a whole snack time by myself (laughs) that's how fucking (laughs) bad it was (laughs) but um we're not gonna do that well maybe maybe like if Miguel's out for a week or something who knows Maybe I'll do it I as never a vacation. thought of that. Solo Maybe I'll do podcasts? it as like a vacation. Yeah, dude, like as a vacation episode. So like you're going to be You could Disney. definitely do that. Hell when yeah. Disney and- well, or we could even do one at Disney. Oh, Matt, so I thought that was
0: implied. Dude, we implied. could do a snack time in the park.
1: We could do a snack time on the rides. <laughs> 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 so imagine doing a podcast. On, on Actually, no, they shut down little the, what is it? The Little Small World. Is, I think that, yeah, they showed the Oh, down. no, I
0: was thinking Tower of Terror, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Can you oh imagine? We're sitting so there, we're like, dude, we dude this is so great. So, oh my God. no, but we have to be talking about something completely different. Like, so what do you think of the state of the economy? Well, to be honest, I really don't know how Joe... Bye! <laughs>
1: <laughs> Basically. Um, see, That's a great idea. Dude, we're gonna, <laughs> it's going to be good content season after the holidays. Oh, I can't Um, wait. But anyway, uh, no. <laughs> and after that... um. Well, wow, I went back to school, blah, blah, blah. I mean, we've talked about that a million times. This is like 2020. Mm-hmm. Once 2021 came about, that was a bit different. That was where I had a lot of jobs out here. I, I remember. Earlier in the year, I basically trained to be a nurse and kind of did that for a little bit. Well, not like a whole Which nurse, was wild. A total a like
0: 180.
1: <laughs> I don't know how the fuck I got in there. Uh, I could tell you, but the interview it was interesting. The interview wasn't an interview. It was actually a, um, it was like um, the hiring fairs, you know? so you know it's like where they do like conduct mass interviews basically just to bring people in and they were like what's your experience and most people there were going like school at like UCF and University of Florida Seminole State College like for medical and here's me I'm going to college for a business and a music degree <laughs> so I'm talking to them and they're like what do you think you could bring to the table and then I was like well to be I honest. have seen people got shot before that's for certain what the f- <laughs> i said that straight up and they were like could you elaborate and i said like i've seen traumatic experiences i've seen people gone through yeah, like, is this on and the record or off the
0: record
1: I, I literally said i was like just making sure we're talking you know and um <laughs> luckily enough like i think just they kind of took that somehow and to me it was more like they were desperate for people because medical was pretty rough during covid no one wanted to work it understandably so so um yeah so then after that i um you know did that for like a month and then i decided you know what this is too much with school because it was so much learning that you have to do it and yeah. school at the same time i said oh, it's not what i'm going for it's not conducive so i dipped like probably a month or two i did that and then i went to walmart walmart i was a car <laughs> pusher <laughs> that is a good story i don't know if i could really Dude, talk that about this to be
0: like a month
1: that was fucking ridiculous and for good reason too um long story short i was a car pusher there i don't give a fuck i'm gonna just talk about it I was a car pusher there i i mean i actually really didn't mind the work the work didn't bother me <laughs> what happened was there was a kid that was using so they're called cartmatics basically which basically allows you to push up to 30 carts at one time basically and uh, yeah so some kid, I guess, had, like, no carts on or whatever. He didn't know how to use it. He ran... He like, he just jammed, like, the accelerate button. It hit my fucking foot down an aisle of, like, a parking lot. Like, I was at the end, and he was in the back. So then he literally just went zoom, and it just went over my toe. Fucking hurt like a bitch. It's terrible. Went to the doctor. They said, well, first of all, I never dealt with a workers' comp case, so I didn't know what to do, and I didn't... I like. I asked him, and they said, go to one of our doctors. And I went to the doctor and he was like, there's nothing wrong. So, what do you mean there's nothing wrong? I said, my fucking foot is red and black. So, what do you mean there's something <laughs> wrong with it? He's like, oh, well, when you're not used to using it for a while, I was like, bruh, I've been, Who are you I've been walking You just 10 trying miles to save Walmart some money. Exactly. So, eh, long <clears throat> story short, they got my check. I left. Fuck them. Fuck Walmart. Dip. Watch! I'm gonna get a fucking brand sponsorship from them later on. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> that um, would be. Then, at that point, I was getting a job at an undisclosed music company that I can't really talk about. But it was that. is it <laughs> that? The, was that was like, still with? No, completely different. um And what? that was going from yeah. It was a partnership. I'll explain after the uh, pod. But <laughs> basically, um yeah, so that was supposed to happen. Uh I explained in a previous pod or previous snack time that just didn't work out because of logistics and business dealings, blah blah blah. But it was probably one of the most stressful times I've ever had. Because in the music industry it's very difficult to um you know, get those things organized and it was uh it was a toughie. It was a real big toughie. <coughs> because um, i basically moved states for that stuff you know i moved back home to jersey and then uh you know i was getting ready like i was having meetings in new york i was doing this and that and sometimes you got to do like what's right for you you know can't be doing stupid shit like that um but yeah that was but then my replacement for that job was well one both of which were not really the most um they were humbling i guess you could say you know Cause it's kind of hard when you go from like a high position like that to like something a bit lower. I worked at like Olive Garden for like a month.
0: I remember <laughs> that too. <laughs>
1: that was interesting. Um, completely dipped <laughs> because I was working for um, Atlantic Health Systems at the time, which they were great. I liked them. I mean, at the t- they were don't get me run There was times where it was frustrating, but it was oh, more
0: like what was that Halloween?
1: Nah, wait. What, when I was working with them when you Mm -mm. drove to oh yeah no i'll tell i'll say that in a second (laughs) so yeah so i i just used to help with transports for like people in the hospital and (laughs) um like i said it was like it was a fine summer like it wasn't really hard work like it was just chill you just drove around i used to sit in a quick check all day and i just used to either write or listen to music and watch movies and shit it was chill and then obviously like you know when you to do work you do work the worst one i ever had though the worst transport <laughs> medical transport ever oh boy nah so it was the day before it was actually the day of halloween i think we had plans i don't remember but we did we had plans me and miguel had plans with some friends to go out drinking and then um you know so they said it was a long trip so a long trip over there is like so perspective is like for those who know the area it's like if i went from Newark, New Jersey to like, like Bear Mountain, New York, which is like a three hour drive. But you think about it, you get the call when you first get in, you go to Newark. Newark was only 15 minutes away from my base. Pick got the person, three hours there, three hours back. That's six hours. So I have an additional two hours to do nothing. And then you're out by 4.30, 5 o'clock. It's easy, right? And I get money extra cause it's Sunday, right? Nope. <laughs> what happened was i got the call that morning and i got there around like six o'clock in the morning and i was hoping to leave early but no i was waiting for two hours and they said it could have been canceled i said sweet i can go to fuck home early I'm sitting there with a the bagel and a coffee i get the call yeah we need you to go to silver silver lake hospital in newark it's like okay and for a hipaa reasons i can't really talk about the patient or anything that went on there obviously but um i'll just say that this is a patient in a very interesting position and i don't know why people are calling me there we go you You still hear me apple watch stop calling me stop (laughs) calling me (laughs) anyway um what was was i oh yeah
0: you went to newark Uh,
1: no yeah so we got to newark and this patient was let's just say this patient needed more than one person to accompany them that's all i could really say (laughs) Oh fuck, dude! The fucking video stopped. You fucking kidding? twice fucking calls. That's fuck all right.
0: For- line it up right now, dude. dude. Line it up real quick.
1: What do you mean? Just like I just mean, like- just hit record again. Okay, okay, okay. Hold on. Okay, ready. Clap sync. Three, two, one. Well, you don't even got a clap sync, bro. I'm no. Are you sure?
0: Yeah, this okay. is just part of the snack now.
1: Oh, okay. Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck <laughs> it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> fuck it now. Are you gonna be able to stitch that up?
0: Yeah, dude. I'll be fine.
1: Okay. All right. I'm just making sure. Top tier. And- all right. Anyway, a peek behind the camera. A peek behind the camera. How
0: often does this happen? More than you'd think.
1: That happens all the time. <laughs> anyway, um, no, but so. Oh, fuck. I completely forgot now. See, people be distracting me all the time. That's the one thing I hate about that job, Bitches, too. It's always something. Up. But anyway, <laughs> um, so I just ended up taking the call. And I was like, okay, fuck it where are we going and it was like it was in lawrence county new york lawrence county new york is an hour away from toronto that is an eight to nine hour drive no i'm sorry that's exaggeration i'm sorry more like five to six hour drive from new jersey so here i'm like fuck whole day has gone they already signed a discharge paperwork so they're not gonna give her back well, it's time for a road trip. I was nervous. I was mostly only nervous because I was nervous that something was going to happen to the patient in that amount of time. At this point, I wasn't even worried about getting back. Like, fuck, this person croaks on me. So, um... What
0: a thought, Jesus.
1: Well, it's not like they were in like a devastated position, but it, they weren't in like the best position either. So, um... You know, I, uh... Just did it. Just fucking drove it straight stopped for gas like once or twice got her there got her to the house and then the family was upset at the fact that like she wasn't transported by uh stretchers she was transported by a wheelchair at that day and i was like what do you want me to tell you she's here she's breathing <laughs> but obviously that doesn't help a family think any better and yeah. in a way i was kind of annoyed at the company too because it's like yeah like that shouldn't have happened but we at the end of the day better. yeah but at the end of the day it happened it's fine fuck-ups happen and i was able to go home and get home safe and it was <laughs> a long fucking drive but you know it was kind of like, like whatever
0: th- 13 hours of driving
1: yeah um but that was like one of the curtain calls for me to kind of get out of there <laughs> respectfully you know um and then um but i but other than that like most of the time was a good it was a good time because i got like rewarded for it (laughs) i guess i don't know um you know i guess when you know how it is when you're at a job when you do certain things for people like it kind of it's lenient enough for them you know so
0: it's like a like an iou kind of thing
1: yeah basically so i after that it was like i guess it was like street cred you know um yeah so that went for a while january came i was like i need to restart my life and like kind of get a fresh start again and then you got to this year and this year was more interesting uh well actually i would no actually i would arguably say not more but almost like arguably less interesting but like it's just a bit more inconsistent because it was like at this point i had a studio gig going on that i still do on and off which was nice but i obviously too as a musician like you need something more sustainable so i bounced between a bunch of tabs it's gonna work for universal but this um long story short with universal studios the schedule was inconsistent um you know i mean publix was a whole other ordeal (laughs) (laughs) i mean the problem with publix is just that it's like with anything like the pay wasn't high i mean people say oh it's a good company to work for it's like it's a good company to work for if you're willing to stick it out and i just wasn't happy there and i wasn't able to like really do my passion projects you know so kind of gave up on that after a minute not even that i gave up it was it was a whole unjustified story but i don't want to get into it right now <laughs> let's just say that much yeah um,
0: your, your time at Publix was very
1: very brief and very interesting yeah very probably like the, i'll just say the most interesting management i've ever ran into that is all i'm gonna say and it should be fired anyway <laughs> so <laughs> um and then i got and then i was back in a music game i had um a publishing deal with somebody that again uh, nda can't really talk about that <laughs> but I'll just say that was also very brief as well, just because it was like, again, it's one of those things, you take a contract, you learn from it, and then you get the fuck out, Uh, and you realize you don't want to be like a corporate rat meister until you have, the main thing I learned from that was that, and I still carry that now, which has been making me so much better at what I do, is when you're in music, you need bargaining power, and that's your brand, and who you are, Um, so in my head I was like fuck it that's what I'm going to do and I worked really hard on it and then eventually um you know I was like I like I need something to sustain it and I got a call one day um and it was from uh, a pops he was like hey you want to jo- you want to get a job at Costco and I'm like I was like holy fuck like that's 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 a pretty big opportunity cuz like the thing is, is like I think the whole perception about costco is like changing and this is this will be a good transition for you anyway um but it's it's at a position where it's like it's a very well respected like position to get because it's not easy to get you know it's whether you get it through forms of like well admittedly you know just knowing a guy (laughs) like to be honest partially but it's also too like um it's also just right time right place you know and so currently what happened was the most recent was long story short i had an interview at my dad's warehouse they're not big fans of it in terms of family working with each other which i completely understand at this point in time and then basically i got at another warehouse and we was gucci and that's it and i've been using all that money to help my music career and it's a it's it's been super helpful because it's like now, I have the power to put things in places where I wasn't able to do before. Everything feels full like it's moving forward. So, yeah. Those are my two jobs. musician and uh, Costco person. And you're a Costco person too. So.
0: I am a Costco person. Yeah. <coughs> uh, okay. So god my 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 job history over the last couple of years is not nearly as interesting as yours (laughs) (laughs) i mean so oh let's see where was i so for those who don't know i've been at costco for like four years at this point i think it's almost four and a half which is wild to say the least because the longest place i'd ever been at a job or employed at anywhere before this was fye and that was like two years i think so this is more than double that and it it flies flies the fuck by because money is awesome i think when we finished the podcast the last time i was talking about how you know i started on carts in like 2018 and then i had moved to being in major sales major sales is what we'd regard as like (coughs) your your tech seller kind of like you know, you don't make a mission, but you walk around and you just like, you talk to people, you clean some stuff, you open up product, you do whatever. I was a major sales associate, so I was basically doing the same thing I was doing at FYE for but probably double the, the pay, which was very nice. <clears throat> uh, and then the last time we spoke about jobs, I was starting to work in the morning more, like a morning stalker. You know, like the earliest shift you would work is probably like, <clears throat> for me at least it was like a 5am thing, because you have the, your main stalker, at least the way that our workhouse works, because you have your main stalker person. You know she's off two days a week so i would just fill in those two days and then every other day i'd be there until closing whatever it is but those days would be six five a.m at the most and at that point you're you're stocking, you're making moves that the management thinks is a good idea in terms of like palette placements and things and then <clears throat> dude i got so much phlegm and then that that was your day phlegm. otherwise you're just you're walking around you're doing nothing uh after the podcast ended i went from working at like 5 a.m to every day being like a 3 30 4 a.m shift which was fine you know i was still stocking and doing whatever but i was helping out more departments i was doing more i was being a lot more active that's how i lost a lot of weight at that point because you're doing a a ton of heavy lifting and then i was helping out with like produce and doing whatever because we needed hands uh that was 2020 we get into 2021 i'm still doing the same thing i'm still working in majors i'm still doing whatever summer 2021 You know, I started talking to my dad and doing whatever, and I think it's a great idea to try to get into management Just because it's... You know, it's like a natural progression kind of thing Like, you you never want to stay stagnant, you never want to keep doing the same thing, because you never want to get stuck It's, if you want to get somewhere, you gotta be hungry about it And so... Before it was different, you know? In our warehouse now versus our warehouse like... A year ago It's fucking night and day in terms of just the way that management things works it used to be you know you'd get into costco as a as like a part-timer or seasonal and then you'd hopefully get a permanent part-time and then you'd work your way up to full-time by signing postings because everything is done from the inside out and then you would try to work your way up to management or to like a supervisor and that supervisor stuff would usually take three or four years because you want to like make a name for yourself and then move your way up because a supervisor what you get is you get topped out in terms of peak pay which you usually usually does take five or six years to get in general and then you get a premium it's an extra dollar dollar fifty two dollars depending on the department and so sleep on no it's not time for sleep yet phone um you know so that that's usually the amount of time it would take I was about I was three almost three years in and every now and then they they do something called supervisor training which is basically it's kind of like a merch program where you spend six weeks as a supervisor in whatever department and you learn the ins and outs of being a soup as that you are doing it as the same time as a soup but then you're also filling in for when they're off so you're, you're just an acting soup for six weeks which is great because they don't just teach you that they compensate you so you're making temporary soup pay during that time which was awesome you know me i'm, I'm used to my checks being whatever and then it's, they essentially doubled i was like this is the great i need to be i need to become a supervisor as soon as fucking possible otherwise i'm gonna die so I did it for six weeks. Six weeks, I, th- I believe, turned into seven or eight as a as a night soup. I was working as a night soup, which was basically, you know, you show up at like 1.32 o'clock. You work on recovering the building, which is just moving things around, straightening them up, and then getting uh, like the cardboard all together. And you're also, you're, you're running people. You know, and it, luckily in a warehouse like ours, it was just me and then like four to seven other dudes who were just walking around the building and recovering and straightening things out and then at the end of the night after you close it's forklifts it's getting everything stocked it's you know i i didn't know how to drive a forklift so i was helping stocking and moving whatever but you're also merchandising you're setting up moves you're setting up where things are going Damn, and you you're, that you're
1: deep, you got that deep into it i don't see my supervisors do that well yeah that's what you're supposed to do in theory well, oh i see a lot a super- of them they just do like recoveries and stuff like that that's, yeah, all the, well, that's because don't. they're lazy
0: but it's also our warehouse yeah. has always <laughs> had this problem as long as i've been there that of just a lack of hands and you know at that point that was like not post pandemic but like nearing the end of it so it was around that point where it was like it, it's gotten a lot harder to get people to work super hard because you could go make the same money somewhere else and do half the amount of work um. <clears throat> and so i mean it was a good time. It was... I, the only horrible part is that it was literally right after I herniated my back, but I didn't realize the length at which the injury was at. Like, this is in the beginning when I thought it was just some kind of muscle tear or something. Because, you know, that was what the shitty doctor told me. I get story time for another day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I'm stalking and I'm like in, in pain. That was probably the worst of it. The job itself wasn't hard. I, I don't remember a damn thing about what it was because this was like, you know, however many jobs ago. But... It, w- it wasn't a hard job it was just like you were there at 1 you're supposed to leave at 10 but every night it's because we're low on hands and there's so much to do you're not leaving at 10 you're leaving at 11 11 30 maybe even 12 or whatever it is and then i mean like after after that stuff ended it was august september i went back to majors for a couple weeks and you know the way the costco works is there's postings that they put upstairs because again they promote from within so if anyone's if anybody's going to become a supervisor it's going to be somebody that's already been working there i go back to majors so a couple weeks i see postings for like a front-end supervisor front-end supervisor is literally the person that runs the building it's you're working on registers and lines and members and whatever you know grabbing product moving product whatever you need to do to run the front end front end runs the building if the front end doesn't run the building doesn't run I go and apply for this. There's there's a couple positions that go up. There's like a permanent soup and there's a temporary soup because somebody had gone on leave through the military. I put in for it and I'm like, you know, to be honest, like uh, uh, in my head, I'm like, I, I don't I don't know if I'm ready for this. But like this is where everything started. Where like there's there's a huge management shift in my building that still continues to today. Where it's simultaneously people are trying to move up, but it's also so many managers are trying to step down because they've done it for so long and they're tired of it, and they also just don't like where things are going. And so i put him for the spot they don't give me the permanent they don't give me the temporary but i sit down with a manager her name is aaron aaron is ironically also the person who listened to the podcast that i was talking about before aaron uh one of those awesome moments in my life where i felt like hot shit and felt super important they were like yeah you know uh you didn't get out of these spots but we created like a seasonal spot for you because we want you up front because we think that there's a lot of potential i was like that is awesome and so because i didn't necessarily agree with management i didn't have the best relationship with a a couple of the managers i didn't go from like a temporary to a permanent super whatever i worked my way up i was the seasonal on the front end which was do i can tell you i've i've now i've done like the night stuff i've done carts i've done morning stocking early in the morning i've done super late night stocking nothing is as difficult as the front end nothing is as difficult and shitty as the front end
1: I don't want and to pick the front end. No, nobody ever. does.
0: Dude, and just imagine, <laughs> you went through that shit as a packer. It is so horrible to work in a in an environment where you're running the board. So you're effectively running, running the building. Anybody with a problem in any department will come to you and say, I need you to fix this. And then management looks at you like, how are you going to fix it, dummy? Do it. Yeah. And nothing's and- is wor- Nothing's worse than that what made it so much worse is that it was like people we were still doing some quarantine shit so at one point we had 10 people out on leave because they had covid and then on top of that you throw another six people out on medical leave for you know whatever situation may be going on and then on top of that it's a busy sunday during the holidays yeah so you don't have the opportunity to slow down you have to keep going even if it sucks and then if you don't do your job On a day like that if lines are backed up and mind you we only have like 11 registers if you don't juggle it correctly you will get your ass handed to you
1: Mm -hmm. it's hard dude listen i see the way you guys do it i wouldn't even do it i get an anxiety up there i mean i worked up there for a little bit and even me it was like horrible it's i mean at first i thought it'd be nice (laughs) because mine's kind of a (laughs) solar building (laughs) and everyone's like really nice and then once the rush hits oh fuck it everyone hates each all other all hell breaks loose and nobody all gives a shit loose. they're like no. I
0: need you to do this or I'm gonna f- uh. yeah. they're like I will throw this board against the wall and like it's horrible I'm, I'm
1: pretty sure that's why they don't let me do it no more <laughs> I don't I don't really like the pressure dude and it's not for everybody It's it's nah.
0: a, it's, if, if done incorrectly it's a toxic work environment if done correctly it is a enjoyable fast paced thing that flies by i mean you know yeah, like, like a saturday sunday like like i've done the whole friday saturday sunday you're hard closing so you're running the board i've done the whole three days in a row thing and mm-hmm. it's stressful but if you blink it's done
1: that's nah, true i mean i've even i worked a couple weekends like that and they were usually like a whole eight hour and by the time i was done i only had like three or four hours left so it's like fuck it. i mean it's just that mm, i don't know if i could talk about it but the like you were talking about relationships like you know the politics and everything you know so like that's where it gets like a little wonky to me it's like i don't i don't like how work like that's just the world as it is like i don't know i don't like work merit based off of that but it depends right it's like if it's something if it's something that you really want you know what i mean yeah you kind of have to play that game a little bit you always do with anything that you do you have to play that game but if
0: i've learned anything man it's it's at the front end is like a badge of honor like depending on who you talk to if if you can do it you can literally handle anything yeah like I don't know man I'm, I'm always gonna look back and just cuz cuz I did it for a little over a year and then I, I I'll move on to you know wherever I transferred f- after this but it's it's like I don't think I've ever mind you it wasn't every day all day kind of thing otherwise it, it wouldn't be worth the money because usually it wasn't worth the money but that's not the point Uh. It's one of those things where if you can make it through something like that, where like your manager, like my my GM, he wasn't usually on my ass, but the couple times he was on my ass on a weekend where you have no people, but you have a door count that's in the stratosphere. If you can make, and I've told this to to the people that I've tried to train who I wanted to replace me, if you can make it through that, uh, nothing will ever be difficult to you again. And I can yeah. tell you, now that I've transferred to this other, other department and they give that, like I got... It took three weeks of me trying to juggle and learn all these things and then they dropped this bomb of an email on me of these like 30 other things I should be doing that I haven't been doing already. None of that seems anywhere near as difficult as running the front
1: end. What's your door count on the weekends?
0: So I mean for context right a weekday average door count is probably 150 and our it, it bottoms out. On, on like a really crappy day, like a really like rainy crappy day where people don't actually come in. Where for some reason, if it rains, people go into Costco. Is probably like on the low end a buck twenty, and then on the high end during the summertime, it's like a buck seventy peak. On the weekend, average door count I would say it's like two twenty.
1: Mm. Oh. Average. Right. Average. Yeah. Uh,
0: that- peak would be like two fifty, dude. Last weekend. The first door count of the day
1: Yeah
0: Mind you, we opened at 9.30 So we opened up actually at like 9.15 By the time it was 9 No, by the time it was 10 Because we opened a couple minutes late So we actually opened at 9.30 The first door count of the day Mind you, average 2.20 The first fucking door count was 3.55
1: Oh yeah, we had that I wanted. That's (laughs) absurd, dude Our door count on Saturday morning was 400 That's ridiculous Yeah, dude I wanted to die. I told you I wanted to die <coughs> that day. <laughs> I wasn't even was... on the front end, dude, could... So <laughs> This is fucked up, dude. Dude, and see- my whole On a holiday is... season, I think we peak around like 500 people in the door. That's absurd. It's a even big- Even for wareha- us, holiday it, peak is like five, 350. It's like a big warehouse, dude. That's why- I, well, Oh yeah, that's different. We have a small think warehouse. You're a smaller warehouse, but also too, there's more warehouses around <laughs> you. We're yeah. one out of three of the only warehouses in Central Florida. <coughs> now they're building more but like ours is the old, one of the oldest warehouses I mean but now around since like 87 if I'm not mistaken 87 89 nah I think we opened in 95 96. what's your
0: warehouse number 315 I'm um, 183 bitch 183 go fuck yourself so anyway uh and then as of about a month ago because I keep track I think it's been officially A little over four weeks, four and a half weeks. I transferred back to major sales. Only now I'm the supervisor. So, in in a really gross way, this is the position I've wanted since I basically started at Costco. Like when I was on carts and I was talking to m- this guy who was uh, my my past major soup. He was a... Uh, not that he was the gold standard in terms of people, but it it's more like his position and what he made it seem is it's it's everything that I wanted. I was just you know, I got to be like a little glorified associate but make double and do whatever. So th- now I technically have the position that I've always wanted. It's mind you, it's it's not at all what I thought it was going to be. It is an infinite number, an infinite amount more of just paperwork and emailing and keeping track of shit, which makes sense because it's, you know, Majors is technically, as they claim, technically a spot that's like run by a soup rather than a manager. So it makes sense that I'm doing manager Type of duties but dude it is it is a lot it is a lot and i'm slowly getting it but my oh my does it feel like every other day or every couple of days there's just another three things that they're like oh by the way you should be doing this
1: yeah well
0: Mind you, i'm not complaining I, w- I would rather do this i'd rather run am i like like one of the things I, one of the things that they they tell you that you always need to do is make sure you take your breaks and whatever i haven't taken Either of my two like 15-minute breaks, probably in a week at this point, and it's it's like I'd I'd I would rather take 12-hour shifts like this without these breaks every day of my life than go back to the front end.
1: For sure. Yeah, you pick your battles, you know. Yeah. And that's one of them.
0: Well, let just, me ask uh, you.
1: What are you where no, do go you, ahead. Where do you see yourself in? Uh,
0: Oh, don't ask me the interview like fucking question.
1: I'm serious. <laughs> that's that's the disgusting question. Honestly. That's disgusting. Well, I mean, it changes like every year No, no, no. Anyway, I say so it's disgusting
0: matter. only because it's like, uh, that's one of the questions they ask you when you sit down and you go oh, and apply for like a managerial role. They asked me that when I
1: first got there. They were like, what do you see yourself in five, ten years? And I was like, really? Disgusting. I say, I see myself as the <clears> general. And that's when you
0: have to sit there and lie. You'd be like, no, I see myself at Costco, man. I think this is a great I company I see myself to work as for. the
1: general manager. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> so, the goose. <laughs> i love this uh, place i think in, yeah. uh,
0: I'm, I'll, I'll tell you the same thing i told somebody in because I, I interviewed for majors twice the only reason that i got the position now is because they did a super rotation and i had the benefit of like my dad coming to the morning so well, i had view, it go. doesn't
1: it doesn't have to be i mean like if it is going to be costco that's fine but i'm i'm kind of keeping it like oh uh, no, no no i'm just saying board. i'm gonna
0: give you the same answer that i've given in oh, costco yeah. interviews yeah uh i don't plan that far i think trying to plan that far to a t is just going to set you up for failure and it's going to cause too much stress at least for me as the type of person that i am yeah just because of, of be, between you know I'm, I'm not depressed anymore but between the anxiety and the depression or whatever thinking about that something like that too in depth would just cause more harm than good i think i see a goal in that i want to be financially stable more than my family was or more than my parents were growing up not that we had like a really rough childhood but I I saw on my dad's face how money was when we were younger I want financial stability and then I want something with music be it as part of like a wedding band or a cover band or making my own little shit and having like 10 fans in a corner something it doesn't need to be my main career but it's not something I'm necessarily going to be like oh yeah I I can live without this Yeah. Uh, I don't know if five years from now or if that monetary whatever is costco or not because i know that i've learned that i really hate because now i've been doing it for years now i hate the fucking 40 hour five days a week shit yep but costco's very good you know in my anniversary at five years they're gonna give me i think it's three or four weeks of paid vacation that i can use whenever and there's no company that i can find that'll pay me you know the great money that i'm working now and time and a half on sundays and give me fucking however many weeks vacation and accumulate sick time at this rate you know
1: yeah no dude i I think i think it's a smart way of doing things i think we've talked about this in a previous snack how you know because like we're both artists at the end of the day so it's like you don't want to really live that type of lifestyle i've i've definitely been through that lifestyle and it's not fun um because there's a lot of people romanticize it but it's always a story, you know? It's not really meant to be like for you. Um, it's just that some people do go through that. That being said, yeah. I mean, I, I'm kind of in the same boat, but a little bit different, I guess. I mean, I'll pitch it to you the same way that I pitched it to somebody else yesterday. And that was basically, um, you know, I will gladly stay with this company until either A something with my degree pops up a bit more i.e. being like something in music industry or b if i see a bit more of a residual income to the point where it surpasses what i make which to, for it to pass what i make now would take a very long time but the bigger goal is like no matter what right and this is one of the better jobs that i've had like it's like This is one of the better jobs I've had. I don't want to quit anytime soon. I just think that you and me are kind of in the same mentality where it's like, you really just, I, I just don't like the idea of like corporate ladder ship, you know, no matter what, and no matter what you do, you always deal with it, but I'd rather deal with it on my own terms than kind of like feeling like under something. Does that make sense? yeah and it's not yeah, that it's, a, it. it's not that it's a company that i don't respect by any means i respect the company a lot i respect what they do i honestly I, like you can give them a lot of people like who work there to be honest who quit i can imagine it's just because they don't have an e- an efficacy to work i'm just gonna be yeah. honest it's 100 it's a hard-working job but you get compensated for it properly so that being said if i go a couple more years with these guys fantastic but uh it's like you've been seeing kind of the progress of me going through this every day and I definitely want to get out there get my own art art out get my own EPS out there um and just I want to perform by the spring or we start performing by the spring or next summer um just a small little places here and there you know just kind of get the ball rolling you know so I think it's time and we've talked about it I've done every gamut except the one thing I've always wanted to do so I'm gonna run my plan A, my plan B, and just kind of make a full straight of it. Just kind of go from there, you know? And that's All that. Right. That's that.
0: And I think with that, uh, we're done. Thank Bada you for boom. listening to, to Jobs Part 4. Uh, Jobs Part,
1: part 4. <laughs> yeah, bye, bye, bye.
0: Will there be a Part 5? Uh, I think that'll be the Legacy episode with Brendan.
1: Oh, dude, fuck yeah. And I think that'll, that'll be the a really reunion. Funny to do that. <laughs> <laughs> That'll
0: be the reunion episode, Jobs Part Five.
1: Fuck yeah, dude! But uh until then, uh, make yeah. sure to follow us at Anything Bull Pod on Instagram, the uh, Snapchat. All the no, links down below. TikTok. No, fuck Snapchat, TikTok. Anything <laughs> you think of, it's gonna be in the link and wherever you're listening. Make YouTube. Sure to follow YouTube. Watch the fucking YouTube. We got videos. I put a lot of effort into those like, videos. He bro. does. really be making he really, shorts and everything. He really be doing stuff. It's fire.
0: I do. I be doing it's it at great. like five a.m.
1: too. I love it. I love it. Um, With that being said, though, yep. uh, Monday, every episode out whenever we put it out on Monday. Made episodes.
0: Monday morning. Friday morning. Snack
1: time. Yes, sir. Ski. Uh, With that being said, goodbye.
0: Good night. Sleep well, baby girl.
1: (laughs) Sleep tighty tighty.